Welcome to Misunderstandings of the Mind podcast, the space where we explore common misunderstandings of how life works, allowing us to gain new perspectives on health, wealth, relationships, and much more. Life doesn't have to be hard work. It can be a flowing collection of experiences if we learn some simple truths about how our experience is created. Through this understanding, we realize that at a fundamental level, we are all already whole and perfect. Okay, we're live. Welcome, Claire. Misunderstandings of the Mind podcast. Great to be here with you. Yeah, thank you, Jason. Thank you for inviting me. Really happy to be here. Yeah, and I was looking forward to this. You know, I've I've listened to quite a few of your stuff and 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 audio stuff and read things, and I feel like it resonates with um, what I'm seeing at the moment. Which, as I said before, doesn't seem to fit in anywhere. And I guess in my for my part, it's been like a a step out of belonging to just sharing. You know, a, a certain specific thing that a lot of other people were sharing. Mm. Uh, which I guess in a way took some courage because I felt somewhat attached to that identity or that, you know, but that, that in a way pushed me to step out of that. You know, I could see that there was a creation of my own, like, oh, there's Jason, the good three principles person, you know, it's kind of like that fits in with what everyone else is saying and it's safe and it's good. And there's a, and to me, there's this, and, and and this is not a criticism because I love the three principles, you know, it's kind of like, but I felt like there's mistakenly this kind of air of superiority in, in the way it's shared and stuff, you know, as if it's better than everything else. And, mm. uh, and, and a lot of people say, oh, well, I did therapy for years and it didn't work. And I did meditation for years and it didn't work. And then I found this and then it worked, you know, and it, and that was true for me. You know, that was my journey was that, I had 40 years of psychiatric care. I was first medicated and diagnosed when I was 10 years old. You know, it's kind of like, and, uh, you know, my, my life was of a traumatic event. My dad was killed when I was young um, in an accident. And, you know, and, and then I got into addiction. You know, I had a horrific experience with addiction with jails and institutions and uh, yeah. psychiatric locked wards, interventions and stuff like that. You know, it was pretty horrific and, and, and stuff. And then I became a psychotherapist. I was in recovery. I did loads of different qualifications in psychotherapy and none of it really found me any peace, you know, and then I yeah. found the three principles and I really did find this place of um, contentment that I'd never experienced before. You know, the eating disorders dropped away. I stopped going to, after 22 years, I stopped going to 12 step meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't need psychiatric care again. You know, I, I really felt kind of whole, like I'd connected to myself for the first time, you know. And then, and then after a couple of years, you know, it was kind of like I started to have like, so to be, you know, I I, um, I met my current partner and I started to be tr- notice myself being triggered in the relationship, you know, and it yeah. just started my curiosity about oh, yeah. what's going on here, you know, it's kind of like, and people kept saying to me, it's just thought, it's just thought, it's just thought, you know, and it was yeah. like, and I was thinking, so good. Does, does that matter? Is, that true? <laughs> Is it true and does it matter? You know, it's kind of like, because it's yeah. happening. Right? Brilliant, brilliant. 
and um, I found a video of Rupert Spear. I always remember it's called Going to the Heart of an Emotion, where he did this investigation with someone like, who's the eye that's suffering, you know? And, and it's just a, a very practical way of kind of questioning the mind, you know, of going yeah. into that stuff and realizing that there was, on investigation, there was no person, no chooser, no separate doer, as you call it, you know, there. So. I spent a couple of years going to Rupert's retreats and things and different things like that. And then um, I looked at a thing called the Killerby Inquiries, which is really, uh, yeah. I don't know if you know it, but it's like investigation into the body from from a non-dual awareness. You know, it's kind of like a question in the body's reaction. So that's my journey to here in short, you know, it's kind of like, so I really feel like now that there's, it's not just all thought. It seems like, you know, that trauma is, in the body and thought comes thought to me as i see it's just the messenger you know it's kind of like it's projected onto the world in an attempt to be for this apparently separate me to be safe you know that's kind of what i've started to see it's because every time i have a a reaction a trigger in the body a contraction a sensation or something that feels that i don't like you know it's kind of it comes with this it's your fault, it's them, it's this, get yeah. me away from here, do this, you know, a lot of stink, shitty thinking yeah. about stuff, you know, and it's like, and that's what I've <clears throat> been working with my people with, which are usually people with addictions and stuff like that, you know, it's kind of like from that sort of grounded in knowing that I'm okay, everything is okay, it's all created within, you know, it's not, there's no separate me in there, and it's like, boy, I have these reactions, you know, it's like, yeah. so... I'd love to just hand it over to you and just share what you what you're seeing about that stuff and um, you know how it looks to you and, and and maybe a bit about your story. Now, how did you go through that kind of? Because I know that you did super coach. I think we both did super coach, but you yeah, did, did right. it a few years before me. And it's like, how did you go through that experience of? Did you originally think it was all thought, and then you saw something different? I'm curious about that. You know? Yeah. Wow, Jason. <clears throat> I'm. Well, first of all, I'm totally blown away by 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 that sort of arc of extreme lostness, isn't it? Extreme trauma converting into total like no nowhere to go really, other than the, these sorts of interventions and attempts to stabilize a, an identity all the way out again is amazing yeah. really it uh, blows me away and yeah and I, and, and, I, and I think it that comes doesn't it from readiness like real readiness for and and, and I think how you're talking now at the at the end like there's the three p's and now there's but now there's still a body and now there's still suffering and there's still relationships in the real world that create unrest and and wanting and resistance and and now what where, where do we go with all of that mm. blows me away gosh I, I i mean really i think everything you've said makes makes me think how how safe your your clients are with you with that with that le like really with that level of inquiry that's not it's not platitudes it's not it's no sort of just parroting of, of nice phrases. It's like genuinely what is going on here? Really what's going on here? And 
And that, I think that's, that's the break when that happens, that's the break in a way from, from having gurus that we follow to everything becoming great information and great and opening avenues of inquiry. But ultimately the, the real inquiry is happening within you and with your clients and they're lucky, they're lucky people to, to have that level of real authentic rigor as I, as I see it. Cause that's freedom. I think that's, that's genuine freedom now. Mm. So awesome. <laughs> really, really awesome to hear it. Amazing. Yeah. Well done. Really. That's, that's deeply inspiring. Um, yeah. So for, I mean, my, my background is very tame in comparison to what, what you've lived. So a simple loss, loss of a father, maybe similar age at age 10. Um, but, but from illness, um, and, and I know, you know, it, it, it never sent me into, into that, in, into, into a spiral of, of dependency or, or anything like that. But, but um, it's still, I think my whole life was governed by a sense of not being right, not, not ever, like such comparison to other people, such analysis, such insecurity in every interaction like have I said the wrong thing what are they thinking about me and 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 similar I, and I'd so I tr yeah tried everything looked at all these like everything um and similar like got to the three p's and 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 I'd done I'd done a yoga teacher training like maybe 10 years previously and the three P's suddenly started to really bring home the yoga teacher training, which really was a non-dual training, really, mm. um, of, of this sense of there isn't any external objective reality. Um, and so a lot, a lot of free, like that sort of lightness that everyone experiences in, in the midst of a, a three P program. Um, but then, yeah, similar to you, I think it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't answer all the questions and at least in the way it was taught, but, you know, I think, I think the way Sid had it is, is really, really non-dual, I would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so still, still a load of, it, it it doesn't it doesn't work to say this is just thinking it it that that to me really starts to become a, a form of bypass mm. and a way of avoiding being in the body being in the confrontation being in in whatever's being resisted and um and so i th i think yeah i i love i love where you've come out as really and I, th and I think it's so powerful and so sane to just instead, instead of the mind resting, like, oh, this is it the, uh, there, that's, that's it. Just an use, the use of every experience that comes in as a, as a prompt for a deeper level of questioning. And, and yeah, I love that you mentioned in, in your relationship that, because I think that's where it is the, particularly our close relationships, which were 
which were where all the conditioning of of lack and limitation and separation were originally formed really isn't it that that it makes sense that all of that conditioning that still remains is continuing to project into the external world project onto other people project into relationships and so every every moment every interaction is a is a gateway to well it's an, it's an external manifestation i would say of what's going on in inside and so every experience that the body mind has is a i think at this stage now is either re-traumatizing so it's either confirming all our subconscious beliefs about ourselves it's triggering us back into that old those old patterns it's say it's confirming oh yes you are unlovable you are um lacking you you are are never going to get what you want it's either confirming all of that or it's that that feel like exactly as you describe it that feeling of contraction and suffering is saying whoa there's something really rich here that in this moment it looks like survival is at stake and that can't be true because look every you know there's oxygen there's sunlight there's nourishment there's there's no survival being threatened in in sort of physical terms but this moment of of contraction and suffering is saying there's something here to be healed there's something here that is being brought out into the open to be looked at and owned and understood and and i think if we if our lives become that that continual wherever wherever we're ready wherever it's available to really be present to the suffering that's going on to what the mind is creating to what what beliefs are there available now to be to be dissolved then i think that stops this conversation from being a spiritual bypass it it really it turns this conversation into an active an active healing of the source of all of how the world appears everything the whole universe exists within us and 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 through that accountability and and integrity really that says i'm it this is this is happening now because of because of what's being believed here because of this perception this is where it begins and ends and um and that's i i I see i see that as ultimate sanity for all of us and ultimately where everything changes um so yeah i'm super impressed with what you said it's um it just seems totally like integral yeah i guess like you said earlier i i I noticed myself parroting things that i'd heard and i didn't feel like they were i was like hold on a minute you know it's like does this is this really true you know it's like and 
And I remember one day someone, someone asked me about, you know, like, where do you feel things in the body? You know, and it was kind of like, and I was just like, what, you know, like everything happens above the head, you know, it's kind of like, um, nothing happens in my body, you know, and it's kind of like, and it started me being curious about how much I dissociated my body, you know, it's kind of like, and used my mind, which is what I did, you know, I became very intellectual, very smart. It's kind of like throughout yeah. all these, all these yeah. years of trying to escape myself. Yeah. And um, I think it was Jeff Foster, I heard him say that everyone is doing everything they can to escape the present moment, you know, including spiritual, um, spiritual uh, conversation, you know, it was like, and I really saw that, that, it, I mean, particularly when I looked at like Advaita and stuff like that, where it's like, you know, there's, there's extremists, there's no body, there's nobody there, there's nothing happening, you know, it's kind of like, and I thought, well, isn't this all spiritual teachings just like another form of that in some respect that they don't acknowledge the sensations and contractions of trauma and the body. And mm -hmm. it's like, <clears throat> and for me, as I've started being willing to look at that stuff, I feel like I've become very reconnected to my body and that feels new. You know, it feels yeah. like I have been completely dissociated most of my life and until yeah. I've been willing to start to feel and to start to acknowledge these sensations and contractions and how they show up in triggers and stuff like that you know it's like and and really seeing that the identity the the you know the the the, the me that I think I am you know when I'm lost or that I thought I was for many years you know it's like was created in service of safety from the traumatic experience like it seems I, I don't know if it looks true to you but it seems to me that it's all it's wholly about that you know it's kind of like that the whole identity was created in in the idea of that there's something wrong with me you know like as a, as a to try and get somewhere to offset this thing that had happened you know i, I don't know if that I'm, I'm not even sure if it's clear to me yet but it's kind of like you know i i'm kind of willing to not know on that stuff but it's starting to look that way that I'm, is everything related to some sort of level of adversity or traumatic or is the whole ego or separate self created in service of you know getting away from some sort of traumatic experience because i think like when i listen to people like gabba Mati and bessel van der Kolk and stuff the people who are you know all talking about the trauma it seems like everyone to some extent is experiencing some level of trauma what you know like trauma not necessarily a a shocking moment but some level of adversity or uh, you know in, in in the way in their upbringing and childhood yeah that's really interesting I had, yeah, the, the way, yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I, I think trauma is, is, trauma is the, is the origin and maintainer of, of the ego and identity. Yeah. Um, and, and I hadn't, I hadn't thought of it as a, as a way to I'd, I'd considered it more as the the sort of the power of, of the human mind so that so this this human capacity for imagining and and, and concepts and and to create it involves it, it it depends on the 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 mental phenomena of that represent doesn't it it's like in in order in order to to imagine a future there has to be a the the representation of, of the elements in that future that don't 
exist in reality and and i'd always thought of the the identity really as um so so the survival of the of the physical body which which the baby is is wired to um to do everything in its completely dependent capacity to 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 maintain that that survival um drive as as the mind develops and as it develops a a representation of of that survival drive in a way which as i see it is is the identity it's like that me the me becomes a an avatar is sometimes the word i use of, of within a mental landscape but but instead of it just being what it really is which is just the localization of life in a in a form which you know at its basis is all all that the mind body is really um it becomes loaded with all the shocks to the system the 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 trauma the the fears the insecurity the shame the needs that just that just aren't questioned they're just they're just acquired as as this as as the as the mind develops as the idea of self develops and so this representation of us which is never us doesn't really exist has has no reality to it whatsoever becomes everything it becomes survival and the content of it is just not questioned the con the those infinite numbers of beliefs that make up that representation of what we are um is 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 the lens through which the world is is viewed it's it's the locus from which everything is navigated it's the, it's the driver of all behavior and um and that could carry on all our lives and, and like you've seen you know and so beautifully described how how it can be um a spiral of of re-traumatization and and once we start on that on that lostness and the attempt to try and find stability within it just more and more confusion and 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 the patterns get more and more immersed and but then inquiry comes in and 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 I think we all have no matter how lost the mind is there's the capacity to for for something more true to be seen at every stage really and you're you're an amazing example of that and um and then and then all that content that was bound up in this idea of us starts to just fall away because it's just so obviously not true it's got nothing to support it in place anymore and that and that i see is the definition of enlightenment that it's just the the that ball of separation like a one of those balls of ends of wool you know just but so heavy so enormous and these bits of wool just falling away and and the whole system now is lighter it's it's and it's operating from a more and more true um existence space or experience um yeah it's yeah that's that's why I, I that's how i'm seeing the the ego yeah 
that's a great explanation yeah it makes a lot of sense as well i think sometimes it's you know like i, I can see that in its rawest form we're just having a sensations and contractions of the body and and an energy of the mind you know called thought it's kind of like that's kind of what's happening mm. um, and then there's loads of ways to try and understand that after that you know as i've done in the past in all sorts of different ways and um you know i i wonder sometimes i guess you know it's kind of like that and I don't know if you have this wonder, maybe you work differently, you know, it's like sometimes, you know, what, what's the most valuable thing? If someone comes from suffering, perhaps they still think life is uh, happening outside of them, you know, and the first conversation they want to have with you is about how their partner keeps letting them down or something, or how their work is unstable, or how they can't lose weight or something, whatever the, you know, traditional list of sufferings that people come with, you know, it's like, is there a value in people seeing the role of thought in experience, just just the mind based thing? Because I, I saw a lot from that, you know, I, I think that kind of, in a way, um, allowed me to see that other stuff that you were just talking about, you know, it's like, because before that, I was so wrapped up in the identity of me as the, the little boy who had the, the loss and trauma and so on, and all these um, psychotherapy qualifications, the identity had and all my suffering and all my years of recovery and all this shit, you know, it's like that when I, if I talk to someone about trauma straight away, that's come from that perspective the, the first thing they want to do is add it as another label or list of things that's wrong with them and why they're completely flawed and broken and it becomes like a, a heavy thing you know for them whereas I think when they kind of wake up a little bit to the illusion of the mind the, the illusion of the separate me the illusion of the creation of reality happening inside of me versus outside of me that from that place, when they start to say, well, I'm, I'm okay, Every, uh, the, there's a part in me that's always been okay, you know, it's kind of like, and, and they have a knowing of that, that experience happens, it's not me, you know, it's kind of like, there's a, there's a groundedness in something that's kind of unexplainable, but palpable, you know, it's like, from that point, kind of exploring trauma as a bodily sensation seems a whole different uh, thing mm. than, than than the other way around. To me, that's just kind of what I've been wondering, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, and I, th I think that's that's the sort of the three P. Like it's it's pretty consistent across everyone who who comes into it, isn't it? Like that 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 relief of this is this is not something that has to be battled because it doesn't exist in the way that it appears to yeah definitely and I would say for like and I think the interesting thing is the next stage then because because that's still that's still happening from an identity albeit an identity that's now not in continuous battle with the outside world and so I I think what's interesting then for for that to shift then to a to to a, a true like a real space of truth is then on us as the coach or therapist because any any client walking in the room is is a momentary creation in the same way that the our own identity is made isn't it so yeah in i i think for the next stage i think like i think and i think it's why there are some amazing 
authors and teachers who write exceptional books that go all the way right up to questioning the self. They don't, they just don't do that. They don't question what actually is true about this, the self, the separate self, but they, but everything else is just spectacularly mind blowing and so powerful. But then I would say for, for us to be able to really authentically talk to a client about non-duality really about genuinely about no self there has to be the recognition that any any client coming in is is an external representation of the conditioning of this mind body it is a the he or she is a creation of you know inference and meaning and, and judgment and um and so it, then it sort of, I think, starts to reverse because we go back to really allowing, allowing the experience of each, of each client coming into us to really draw out what's, where, where, we, where there's this still a conviction of separation, where there's still a me here. I'm the doer, I have to say the right thing to this person. I have to somehow make them well. It's this is on my shoulders, and and so I think we go, we go into a new stage now, which is deeper and deeper and deeper healing within the therapist, within the coach, through what is being experienced moment by moment, and in that process, which then is there isn't a me and a them. There's just speaking happening there's listening happening and 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 there's there can be a a a a sort of seamless with no no two separate people just exploration of what's true no one speaking no one being helped no one no one doing anything but but nevertheless words being said and shifts happening and that i think is um is is the is is the only place that there can be a like a really sane and open conversation about non-duality wow yeah i guess what you're saying is it's the present moment is the teacher you know in 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 short you know it's the whatever shows up in the moment yeah and uh, yeah and it and 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 any any contraction any any return within the therapist back to that protection or defense or separation is 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 the gift is is the purpose of that moment to to allow that to be revealed um and healed in that moment like in that exact moment um and the client when when i've talked about this on on different reset calls the the people worry that the client is actually you know not getting any benefit from from the session because it's actually all about the therapist but but what's happening is the therapist is actually coming into 
into their body, into their experience, which makes the, thera the therapist sane in that moment. They are, their whole mind-body system is in, in now, in this moment. And that can't help but create benefit for the for the client because now there's a now there's a therapist that's actually um not lost you know is 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 in in reality with them yeah i i, I would you know like think that the understanding of non-duality or all this stuff that we've talked about in, from different you know, different traditions or philosophies is makes a therapist much more effective. You know, it's kind of like, in fact, I'd say, go as far as to say that I, and probably a lot of people that I know, in some way perpetuated the suffering of many people. You know, it's mm -hmm. kind of like in the past trip, in the, when I was stuck in traditional Western uh, mm -hmm. psychological treatments, you know, it's like, and I would say that my own story, starting off at 10 years old, being medicated for depression and diagnosed for depression, and then spending uh, many years in and out of that psychiatric intervention with a long list of diagnoses was also perpetuated by the system. You know, it's like, cause I, everything I was given and even the label addict and the fact that I spent 22 years going to meetings till I woke up and thought that's not true. You know, it's kind of like all those things contributed and perpetuated the suffering in some way, you know, yeah. and it's funny because I asked Rupert Spear a question at the retreat and I said to him, we were talking about therapists, you know, and it's kind of, he said to me, well, he, he said that I don't actually care whether my therapist knows about non-duality or not. You know, he says like, it, it doesn't seem relevant to me. And I kind of, I just, I don't see that. I don't, I, I think that that's, you know, it just doesn't look true to me that that's kind of useful, you know, and, and, and just using my own experience as a therapist for many years, I thought, what could I really point people to, you know, I could, I could give them some sort of behavioral modification, or we could go back into the past and feel some painful feelings from, from a, you know, apparent separate position that I didn't even know about at that time. I really thought I was with a separate person and I was a separate person, you know? So it's, I think for me, therapy in its traditional sense, you know, really misses that groundedness in, in knowing of true nature, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I totally get what you're saying. And I think, yeah, cause I think, I think often if we, if we've gone into therapy as a, you know, if we've gone, if we're a therapist who's, who's, started that career because of the 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 desperate desire to help people and this i know it sounds a bit mad but it but it's um i think it's true like the the more the more that death you know if, if my identity my sense of self depends on my ability to take away someone's suffering to make the world a better place because if it's a better place then i'll be okay if you're not suffering then that says that i'm a good person i've got value i've got purpose that that is total confusion isn't it, it it's um it, it's a therapy session that is entirely about securing me as a separate entity sod you really <laughs> 
you know, you're you're a prop in my in my attempt to stabilize my identity and feel okay. So I think when we when we start to reverse it and we 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 sort of have the readiness to recognize that every client coming in is is revealing all the insecurity, shame, need, fear that's going on here. Um, then, then it, yeah, then it, it clears stuff up. It, it, it means that it just becomes a, a joint exploration into what's true rather than stuff being put on your shoulders to, to make me feel better. Um, yeah, but maybe I, there's the other thing I think, which is interesting, and maybe this is what, what Rupert Sparrow was, was saying as well is, um, is in a way there's some, I think what this does also is it, it creates a, a almost like a, a distinction between an identity which can never ever be secured and a world of form, which becomes a playground, becomes a sort of just a cool exploratory sensory um, magical place really. And, and so, so therapists who are who are there who are there to sort of help no it's not true no i totally agree with you because <laughs> because therapy is like if the true definition of therapy is is the psyche isn't it it is the it is the mind but you can see why there might be a like a other types of teachers that are that are only about the form doing the form of something yeah um, you don't need to have a non-dual understanding for that yeah i used to think that i used to see like some sort of i used to say well if you spend part of your life asleep so to speak you know it's kind of like lost in the separate me like isn't it better to have a better dream you know, it's kind of like, but I, I don't see that anymore. I just see that the only thing to really look towards is to wake up from that dream, you know, and all yeah. the value is in that, you know, it's like you can have a better dream. Just, I don't know, maybe not for me, it wasn't happening, but maybe some people can. Some people seem to live an okay life in, you know, as a separate me, it's kind of like, uh, but there's always some suffering, some struggle, some some sort of um, thing in that. So to me, it looks towards seeing beyond the dream is kind of the direction to look in. You know, it's, it doesn't make sense yeah. for me to work any other way, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I totally agree. I, I see it, I see it as the only purpose of life is is because because the whole everything about the dream everything about every single experience is is pointing to the dream um so that so there's no other purpose of how the external appears other than saying you i'm i am your creation and and if the, and if this is if this is creating tremendous separate separation and suffering for you there's there's a gift here it's um yeah i like the saying that you can never get enough of what you don't want you know it's kind of like because i think that's that's like it, it's like you just said i think life is pointing us inside all the time constantly with everything you know it's kind of like 
And that's why I like that saying, you can never get enough of what you don't want because life will keep giving you what you don't want. You know, it's like until you go one day, okay, you know, I'm going to look inwardly. Yeah. I'm going to stop looking and trying outwardly, trying to get the car, the house, the weight loss, the relationship, the job, the money, whatever that list is, yeah. you know, and I'm going to go, okay, what's going on inside? You know, it's kind of like, and, and then you can see the gift in all those things that life kept giving you that you didn't want, you know, it's kind of like say, Oh, right. Cause you can only see it in hindsight, right? If that hadn't have happened, if this suffering, this trouble, this tragedy, this trauma yeah. hadn't have happened, I would never have looked inwardly yeah. and I would never have achieved this, you know, the, the experience of being alive that I have now by continuing yeah. to get and accumulate things on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And 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 once and once there isn't an identity tied up in the things, then then I think it, we're like toddlers in a way. Like we're we're in this world of experiences and and learning and and yeah, we're 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 life in in a world of form that is just there for the discovery and and playing and, and learning it's yeah it's um it doesn't i don't think it stops us because i think yeah it doesn't stop us wanting to experience beauty and and love and amazing relationships and um sunsets and sunrises and all the rest of it but it now now they're they're just they're not they're not props in the story of me they're they're just they're just experiences there to be had, I think. Yeah. One or, last... they're, or they're mirrors of me, actually. Maybe they're, they're, they're still the mirror of yeah. what I am, aren't they? Yeah, I've heard that too. Everything, every, every taste of a beautiful food, every view of a beautiful sunset is really just the recognition of my true nature. You know, it's kind yeah. of like that they all just take me to the same place, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess one thing that I wanted to ask you was that as well, I think I heard you say somewhere recently that your most difficult clients were people that had a non-dual or a 3P understanding, you know, or something like that. You know, it's like, can can we just talk a little bit about that before we end? You know, it's like, because I, I, I can see why, I, I mean, I can imagine why you would say that, but I'd love to hear it from, from, from your side. You know, it's kind of like um, what, what makes that true, you know? It's it. I think it's when it's when it's when this is being used as a as an escape, and it's a really viable escape place. It's like it's like a because the and you know I've been on 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 small group webinars with where there's been someone who's who's so eloquent and authentic in in describing um this space of no no one no other there's nothing here there's nothing to matter you know this sort of beautiful emptiness and and yet they're there in that group because there is stuff that's going on in their life that creates suffering that that they they're they're unhappy they're you know they're on medication they're they're um their relationships aren't aren't working there and there's this sort of like cut off between life 
with all its problems, all its issues, and then this beautiful space where the mind can go and hang out. And as I see it, that it really what what non-duality is is doing there is playing the role of a, a bottle of whiskey or a, a shot of heroin or something like it's sort of yeah. bliss. It's bliss to escape this shitty life because I can tell myself none of it's real. And that that for me is is it's it's so hard on you know because everyone's going oh I want I want that I want that what what they're describing it's so beautiful but until I think it's it's totally the other way around until until we're so intimate and present and accountable and immersed in 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 the daily life in how the world appears in the things that are going wrong and we're doing what you've you know showing us like what is true here what what really is going on here and the and the the non-duality is not an escape it it's a it's a, like a laser of inquiry you know if if all of this is true this emptiness then why why this now? Why this experience? Why this suffering? Why why these pains in the body and this stress and this exhaustion? And um, that's that's the way in always. It's the, otherwise it's bypass. And um, but it's it, they're, they're they're my hardest clients because you can't argue with that. You know, like it's true what they're saying. It's absolutely true. And um, but uh, but it's it's uh, it's a it, it's not integrated. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's it like, we need the reverse of it in a way to go, to be going on, I think. It, it, it's what, I guess what I would call disembodied, right? Because there's, yeah. a, the, the, that's what someone said to me a few years ago about being disembodied me, you know, and, and that was me. What you, I'm so glad I asked you that because <clears throat> what you described was me, you know, it's kind of like I, I became very, fluent and articulate in sharing that stuff, you know, and it's like, <clears throat> I was disembodied, I wasn't connected to myself, you know, I was um, spiritualizing my contractions away, you know, yeah. I was kind of like yeah. that. And it was like, I guess, <clears throat> excuse me, it gets to a point where, well, for me, it did, there's no choice but to look, even yeah. though my identity was wrapped up in being this good person sharing this good philosophy, it's kind of like, I just had to look, you know, and I've always yeah. been in my psychotherapy training years ago, they called me the fearless explorer because I would volunteer for mm-hmm. everything. You know, cool. it's kind of like every yeah. opportunity I'll volunteer for it. Even yeah. if I'm going to lie on the floor in a ball of tears, you know, I would volunteer for it. And it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, I've just got this, uh, somebody described it recently as an insatiable desire to find the truth. You know, it's like yeah. and the lack of willingness. There's something else going on here. It's not this, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah, I can share that stuff. I can talk about there's no doer. There's no place. Everything is bliss. You know, do the investigations with people and find nothing. You know, there's nobody there and there's no sufferer. And I had those blissful moments. But then when these things started happening, me, I just had to question that, you know, like yeah. what is really going on here? Like with we've talked about here, you know, and then the trauma stuff makes complete sense, how the body yeah. contracts and reacts and stuff. And then the willingness to look at that, you know, it's, but it's like you said, you can't argue with that. You couldn't argue with me because I, had a, I oh. had a great way of coming back from it. And, and, but <clears throat> like you said, when I was sharing that stuff and starting to feel like a fraud, 
you know, yeah. like, because I would go away and think, well, you're, you know, there's bits of your life that are not good. You know, you're still suffering, you're still struggling, yet you're talking this stuff to other people. Yeah. You know? So I had to become authentic and, and, and honest, you know, about my yeah. experience and sort of be willing to investigate that. And, and that, that in a way has been more beautiful because I've become more connected to my heart, more willing to feel more present in my emotions. You know, I've been um, willing to cry many more times without an attachment to what it means about me, willing to share my struggles in my life without thinking, oh my God, how will people ever come to me for help if I've got struggles? I have to get it perfect, right? So I kind of lost that um, connection to that perfect identity of sharing this stuff, you know? Um, I know you have to go soon. I want to give you an opportunity to uh, talk about, is it 10 to now? Oh yeah, we're almost oh, there. Yeah. Quickly, just to talk about what, 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 I know your membership's open now, so do you want to, I, yeah. we might not get this open in time, but if you want to tell people where to find you, uh, yeah, w- com. Someone pointed out recently, it's Claire without an I, yeah. which I've, ne- I've never, I've never thought of in the sense of non-duality. <laughs> so <yeah>. Claire, <laughs> after all this time, I was a good branding thing. Claire without an I, Claire without an I, and Diamond without an A. Um, and yeah, so there's a membership program, and actually, there's there's a webinar tonight on the body um, and health, okay. um, which if someone joins the membership, they can they can um, access. It'll be recorded in the in there. So um, yeah, um, yeah. It's just I mean, it's exactly what we're talking about. Is that that's what we look at, and we look at it from all all different from money, food, relationships health where you know all, all of it we see we see where the ways in are to to what's true yeah and yeah. I, I i've heard some of your stuff in that last year and i thought it was brilliant you know some of the ways you describe stuff in the little diagrams that you do and things you know i think it's <laughs> it makes a lot of sense uh sim- in a simplistic way that anyone can follow you know and I, and and uh, you know, the stuff that I listened to, I found very, very helpful. You oh, know? dear. Thanks for saying that, Jason. I've loved our conversation. Thank you. Me too. Yeah, it's been, it, it's new in me articulating this stuff. So it feels a bit clunky, but, uh, and, and it's good to, it's been good to just, you know, have the conversation and see what comes out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've loved every word and, and really, uh, like, I've, I've, that with that inquiry and honesty that you have, I just feel what how safe people are in your in your custody. Really, like it's it's, it's a huge, huge deal. That is. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, lovely. Thanks so much. <laughs>